0: Lock Talk Radio. All, all the signs, all the signs. New stamps and my passport. They nights, they fly. This is a life that I asked for. I tried to hide mind, but you know I'm thinking about you. Only been two months out here, but baby, I can't be be without you. Be without you. Internal It's a grind, it's a grind But I still try to hit you On the late night, on the FaceTime, Just so you know I'm thinking about you Only been two months out here But baby, i yeah.
1: DJ Big Stu. We live from Harlem. You know how we do it. Shout out to everybody on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, College Underground Radio, and all the platforms we on. Definitely shout out to everybody that tuned into the movie um, that went to the um, screening on the Uncelebrated Pioneer B-Boys. Make some noise. We thank everybody that came out. It was a great screening, um, and we're definitely doing some big things, and we're definitely going to get it on a nice platform for the rest of you people to see it that didn't get to see it at the screening. All right? But as promised, we got a super-duper fantastic show in the building. We have the legendary, the great, the beautiful Miss Shirley Murdoch in the building. Welcome to the show, Miss Murdoch.
2: Thank you. How you doing, Mr. Stu?
1: Uh, I'm good. I'm great. I'm real good, you know. Um, How you doing?
2: I'm great. I'm hanging on there. You know, it's been crazy for all of us, you know, dealing with this pandemic. But, yeah. you know, we're just trying to make sure that we come out stronger, better, wiser, and productive.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm out here in New York, so I definitely got hit with a lot of friends and family. So I know what you're talking about. Um, Will, do people know where you're calling from now?
2: I'm calling from Ohio. I still live in Ohio. I'm in Dayton, Ohio. You know, I grew up in Toledo, Ohio. And, you know, while I was making that first record, Roger Troutman, the late, great Roger Troutman. He mm-hmm. called me up and said, Shirley, if we're going to make this record, I need you to move to Dayton. Because, you know, I grew up singing in church and singing, you know, just really, really free. But he said, but I need to teach you how to t- how to sing in the studio. I need to teach you how to sing in the pocket. So, baby, I say, I'm a pocket queen. I can lay between the foot and the snare.
1: Mm, that's crazy. Now, how was it to work with, with Roger Trotman? Like, that's like, you're a legend, but that's even a legend, too. How was it to work with him and for him to oh, mentor you? Oh, man. It
2: was absolutely Everything because you know Roger was really just a a musical genius, he was a funk master, but he was also a jazz guitarist. Roger could play every instrument, so you know he really taught me you know a lot when it comes to recording in the studio he's you know the i think the one one of the great things about having Roger as my producer is that not only was he was he a great producer, but he was also an artist, which made him artist sensitive. He was always pushing me you know to uh to write songs and to you know to just you know to just be myself, you know, like I said, coming out of the choir you know I come out of a lot of harmonies you know because I sang in the choir, so you know all of my workers had a lot of a lot of harmony packages and and things like that and and he never put me in a little box, he always made room for me to just be myself and to be free. And, you know, back then, you know, we were dealing with like, you know, like 48 tracks, but he would always pocket a few Mm -hmm. tracks for me to do, you know, whatever I felt, whatever I heard, he always made space for me to do that. So I had a lot of freedom coming up under under Roger's tutelage. Mm.
1: You made a lot of timeless music. Like, what's the secret to that? Like, most of your songs, they became timeless.
2: You know I think what, what was really important um you know I grew up I grew up listening to timeless music from artists who had timeless records, you know, like like uh hey, you know, like like, like Smoky Robinson or um marvin gay and 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 uh you know the impressions, you know Curtis Mayfield and the impressions I think that the secret of timeless music is- t- just talking about life. Because life happens to everybody at some time or another in their lives. Same situations, same scenarios. We go through the same things. There's nothing new under the sun. But I think if you could talk about life in a way that really hits to the core of where people are, then I think that it, it will last forever. So, like, songs like... As we lay, people understand that people find themselves in in tough situations, making temporary decisions, no permanent decisions based upon a temporary situation. Because what feels good to you right now, you need to count up the cost before you get lost, just like the song says. in as we lay, and so even like Computer Love, we were a little we were ahead of our time. I actually wrote the verses to Computer Love, and, wow. and who knew that even in this pandemic, how much we would be using the you know banks. To modern technology. Mm-hmm, it is
1: just mm-hmm. a Amen, brother. Mm a Amen, brothers. And 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 that and that's crazy because you've been part of hits so many different ways, like not just on your side, but working with them with, with Raj and them. Who are some of the other people that you worked with, like through through the through your through your time and your history?
2: Well, it's mainly Roger Troutman and Zap, you know. But um, I've also worked with Bishop T.D. Jakes, you know, on the gospel side. I worked with mm-hmm. Ben Tankard. There's a song we redid a a song by um by uh the the uh, uh let's see the uh let's see it was uh come on Shirley it's uh, uh it was Jesus's love by by Lana Ritchie Richie and and the Commodores. So we redid that particular song, and it was like you know, all oh, like on, on serious radio for like years and years and years, like one of the number one gospel songs and, and they're still playing it today. So, um, it was mainly Roger, you know, and, and my, my husband is a, was was Roger's music director, Dale DeGroat. So he's all, he, he became my producer as, as well as Roger. So, you know, we're, we're like really like self-contained, you know, we write our songs, we produce our songs, but I've had the privilege of, you know, being on tour with Luther, oh, God, my my very first uh, tour, major tour, was with Luther Vandross. You know, we were sold out at the Garden for, like, about four nights in a row. And that's when I got my, my first gold album, so... I've had I've had the the privilege of working with a lot of people. H-Town, you know there's a thin yeah. line between love and hate. Yeah, man. So I mean just really, really great artists. Just, you know, I've really enjoyed my journey. And um, you know, I, I with with Kelly Price, she redid my, my song As We Lay. And so on her on her video, she invited me to come out and be a part of that. And in the very beginning of the video, I say to her, Baby, I know that you Think you love this man, but God's not going to give you somebody else's husband. So yeah, it's it's, it's been a blast. I
1: I'm I'm glad you mentioned the one with H Town. Um, what what made y'all do that one over?
2: Well, you know, Roger actually produced the soundtrack for the movie, and so H Town, you know, the, uh, the the movie A Thin Line Between Love and Hate with Martin Lawrence. And so with H Town, you know, they they actually redid it, and God bless Dino, God rest his soul. I mean, he he was an old soul. That that that, that young cat sounded like an old man, you know uh five mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning just getting mm-hmm. in. You know. Mm-hmm. So Dino was hot, you know, and so uh H Town is they're they're still doing it, they're still going at it and uh mm-hmm. so it was really, really cool to, to to work with those young guys and you know, I always try to stay connected to, you know, the next generation, you know, whether it's Kelly Price or whether it's uh Faith Evans or or, or Jennifer Hudson, you know, because I think that every generation like the, you know, like old school, I just call it school, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's important to stay connected to, the, to the, the, the younger generation, because we have something that we can share, where we can make that exchange with the wisdom that we have, because, hey, you know, I came up listening to Glass Night, um, Patti LaBelle, Aretha Franklin, Stevie Wonder. And, you know, they, they were really, they really presented a masterclass for me. You know, they were really my teachers, even when they didn't know it. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm told that, you know, I've been that for some of, for, for some of the younger ladies, you know, for the Kellys, for the, the, uh, Mariah Careys and for the Faith mm-hmm. Evans and the, for Hudson's, but to, but to have an opportunity to talk to them and to share with them like Gladys did for me or like Patty the Bell did for me, you know, I think it's it's the meeting of the generations and there's an exchange that happens, you know, because we have a lot that we can offer. We've got wisdom, you know, and longevity, you know, and the things that we've gone through that we can share with them that will help them go go another further as, as, as they used to say, you know, back in the day.
1: Do you mind if I play that song? Not at all. All right. Thank you so we gonna much. We're going to get into that. Miss Shirley, Mur- Shirley Murdoch with H-Town and Roger Trotman. This is the remake of A Thin Love Between Love and Hate. Everybody know that joint. I love their version. It's definitely fly. Once again, we live from Harlem. Beef Stu Red. It's your man, DJ Big Stu. Let's get into it.
0: BNA, yeah, I didn't think my woman could do something like this to me, I didn't think she had the nerve, so here I am, I
1: guess I should speak louder. Yes, yes, yes. It's a midnight <laughs> Oh,
0: Yes, it is. <laughs>
1: how how do you keep like longevity? Like, I, I, if I'm correct, it, it's like 35 years since your first song, right?
2: Yeah, since As We Lay. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, you yeah. know,
2: I, first of all, first of all, uh, my brother, uh, my 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 voice is absolutely a gift from God and i just really try to take care of it i try to make sure i get enough sleep you know i don't drink or do drugs or anything like that i don't smoke and i think that that's been helpful you know to the longevity of of my vocals and i grew up singing in church you know we grew we you know when, when you grow up singing in church, you know, you're singing every Sunday. you sing singing sometimes three times three times a day, and you're hitting it early in the morning. So it is absolutely, you know, um, I, I, I just give God credit for it, and I'm just thankful to not only still be here being alive, you know, but being able to do what I do. Um, I'm just really thankful. I'm grateful.
1: What do you feel about the way music technology is now to opposers when you first started?
2: But it's changed a lot. Well, first of all, let me say this: I believe that every generation deserves their their expression of their truth. You know, because uh, I remember growing up like listening to the Jackson Five. You know, and, and our parents didn't like our music, you know, or, or couldn't understand why we loved it so much or loved those particular artists. But I think uh, the difference is. You know, we didn't have video you know to uh to enhance what it is you know that we were saying, what we were expressing. We had to do it through the music, through the lyric and the way that we use our vocals, the way we use our voice. you know so we had to paint that picture you know uh, and, and, and cause that picture cause that picture to be painted in your lie with words. Words are not delivery, like you say, it's a thin line between mm-hmm. love and hate. You know, we have mm-hmm. to we, or we, we we might growl it, or sometimes it's soft, or we might crescendo. We have to use tone. We have to use all those things to to make you feel what we were feeling. And we also, you know, when it came down to um, like like singing that hook, you know, uh, today you can sing a hook, copy it, and send it on down the track. You know, just loop it. But we did it ourselves. It was just straight up hard work. <laughs> mm. We did it like, like, like it was a masterpiece. You know, so we might be in there and lay a hook down. And, and I think that, that, that I remember Quincy Jones said, he said, you know, always leave room for God. So, like, you know, rock, rock might put down that hook, and we might listen to it for a while, and then, you know, it, it might be just be drums, and it might be drums and maybe the bass for a while. But, you know, we, it was really, like, artistic. So it, it really wasn't so much, um, you know, using technology. It was really crafting it you know uh actually playing the instrument not sampling the instrument but i mean you know hey it, it's it's all good you know it's it's good that we can use uh these shortcuts with modern technology it, it saves time but i also think that even the lyrics were were more uh, the love songs were romantic. It wasn't so much about you know sex or just you know the, the physicality of a relationship. It was mm-hmm. about the the romance and setting the mood and what does it take to not only have a relationship but to maintain a relationship. And those are the things that make music uh, you know timeless. Whereas you know, I think if if we if you just deal with what's going on right now, times change, you know, and you, it, things can end up being dated. But if you just always remember to talk about things that have to do with life and what people are going through, if if you can hit the bullseye of somebody's heart, then I think that music can last forever.
1: Now you was like one of the first artists. R and B artists to like kind of put like when you had your song tribute, you kind of put like gospel on your album. Like, what made you do that?
2: Because you know, I think a lot of people don't really know or really realize that I was never trying to be an R and B artist (laughs) because Mm. I grew up in church and I because of my relationship with God and as I was growing in that relationship, I thought that the the genre would be gospel, but those doors never opened for me. And so I just, you know, I just ended up, well, you know, when I met Roger, I actually told, I, you know, he heard me singing that song. I was telling you that Jesus is love by the, by the Commodores because the, the, uh, the crusade, the, the ministry that I was with, we would go to a city and stay there for a week and do a revival. Well one of one of our crusades ended up being in my hometown in Toledo and that theme the theme of that particular revival we called it Jesus is love so we adopted the Commodore song. Well my cousin worked for uh Troutman Enterprises in Dayton and she came to Toledo to visit my family and my mom let her hear hear me singing on this cassette tape. So that shows you how long how long ago it was, uh, Stu. Um <laughs> a cassette tape of me singing. And so she took it back to Roger Troutman, took it back to Troutman Enterprises and he and Larry Troutman heard it and they were like, okay, does she want to make records? So I remember coming home and my family was up. They were geeked up, man. I'm like, hey, you know, Roger Troutman and Zap, you know, they want to help you make records, you know, and I'm like, okay, who's Roger and what's (laughs) the Zap? Because, you know, I was really really mainly into gospel music. It's not like, you know, I didn't hear songs on the radio, but to be able to say... This is that particular artist or that particular group. And so I, I, my, my older sister and I went to Dayton to talk to Roger and Larry about it. And I said, you know, I want to sing gospel. And they said, well, we don't have any any connections in, in gospel, but if you ever want to give this music a try, we want to help you. So I'm telling you, brother, I left there saying, God, why is this the only door that seems to be opening? Because I've turned on many opportunities to sing secular music and i just mm-hmm. said well hey lord could this be the door that you're opening for me so brother i just walked by faith through the door that god opened and the rest is history but when we were when we were finalizing um, you know that first record that had as lay and husband and all those songs on it that has as lay and going without you my very first uh, cd i said hey Raj, this record cannot go out without me saying something to the lord and he said well do you have anything i said yes i had this this little song i don't even think the bad boy was like two minutes long okay it was a really short sweet song but it just says um I shall not forget what you've done for me I shall not forget how you set me free Everywhere I go everyone will know Jesus lives within my soul mm-hmm. Thank you for this time to say what's on my mind You are every. Sing to me. And that was my tribute. We did it in one take. And I tell you, man, the record company did not want that on that no. album.
3: Mm.
2: Roger and Larry fought for me to get it on there because they knew what that meant to me, because they knew that, you know, that that was so important for me. And all of my records always had a gospel song, you know, an inspirational song, because that's who I am, you know. Uh, I'm a singer, but I love God and I don't apologize, you know. And so um, I, I was able, I also, you know, you know, br- brought that gospel to my actual performance. We had like a what we call like a church vamp on one of my songs. You know, has there ever been a time in your life when you needed to hear the truth? Somebody say truth, and that was on a, on on truth and dare. You know, truth and mm-hmm. dare. Do you really mm-hmm. care? So we went to church on that. So um mm-hmm. it, it's just like I said, it's just been an amazing journey.
1: Wow. Now, as we lay, you know, I I, I can't, I got to play that song or I can't go to back to my mother house. So I got that. I want to ask you, <laughs> I got to ask you the inspiration on that one. Like, and what, and how, and what made you come up with that?
2: Well, actually, I didn't write As We Lay. Um, oh. Larry Troutman wrote As We Lay, and Billy Beck from the Ohio Players wrote As We Lay. And many people may not know that As We Lay came out under Bearsville Record because there was a, a, a group that Roger produced called the Human Body, and that that that, that consisted of uh, Billy Beck from the Ohio Players, Ray Davis from P Funk. You know that low voice on Atomic Dog, bow wow wow, yippee yo yippee a. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Ray Davis. And it also Larry Hatcher, who was uh, he's a horn player for Peace Funk. So it went out on their record. But unfortunately, you know, there are a lot of great songs that just don't get into the ears of the people. So while we were making my record, Larry and Roger came to me and said, you know, I think you need to do As We Lay. And I'm like, oh.
3: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey,
2: hey, I'm straight out of the church. You know what I mean?
3: I'm going to As We Lay.
2: What?
1: And a lot, you know, lot of I kids was going,
3: going on that song.
2: song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot I of know, kids going on there. <laughs> yeah, but hey, but you know what? I, okay, I said, okay, okay, I'll sing it if you let me add these lyrics. And what I added, uh, bitch, too, I added, we should have counted up the cost, but instead we got lost in the second, in the minute, and the hour. Because to me didn't seem like didn't seem like nobody was sorry about that thing. So I wanted yeah. to put in just you know, this 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 truth because of the fact that the decisions that you make in your life just don't affect you. It's bigger than you. It affects everybody in your world. But, man, it's so funny because I had people come up to me today saying, hey, um, you got me in trouble. And I I made my baby <laughs> on that song. I said, first of all, I ain't paying no child support. <laughs> and you didn't listen because I said you should have counted up the cost before you got lost. And we just had a lot of fun with that, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well we're gonna get into that one. We got the legendary Shirley Murdoch in the building. This is As We Lay. Y'all know how this go down, Beef Stew Radio. We it's in ready. the
0: building.
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Dance across your sleeping face Uh A new
1: on Beef Stew Radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was hot right there. <laughs> I, I, I definitely felt like I was in concert right now. <laughs>
2: oh, man. Oh, man, I'll tell you. Um, You know, can I tell you something else about that song? You know, the same funk master that made more bounce to the ounce and and uh I can make you dance and dance floor and do why diddy and grapevine is the same guy that, that that made that beautiful track for As We Lay. You know, we, we came out we came out of the studio, we were we were in the uh you know, the auditorium area and uh, he set up a couch and he set up uh, you know, a a lamp and we both sat on the couch and he actually played an acoustic guitar while I was singing that, um, sing, sing, singing the lead. Uh, it, it, that's why it's so loose. You know, it's morning. I, I actually sung to a, 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 an acoustic guitar. And um, so, it, and you know, it, it's really got a kind of a country feel. It's like, as we lay, we forgot about tomorrow. As we lay, mm. Mm. hey, hey. As we lay, it's not as we lay, it's as we lay. did think about the price we'd have to pay. Oh no! So that just goes to uh, show you just what a musical genius Roger Troutman really was. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a classic. That's a classic joint. You know what I want to ask and you, no you drums. about?
2: There are no drums on that song. No what neither. you hear? The timpanis. Isn't that yeah, amazing? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, you do not. You just brought that up. I really didn't realize that. There is no drums. It's no, it's There's no, no drums. drums in it. <laughs> now, you know, what I wanted to ask you about, how you ever felt about the Grammys, and as a sister, you know, what are some of the challenges that you went through that you might have felt you opened the doors for sisters that's out there now? Well, you know,
2: I feel um, honored. <laughs> I feel honored because, you know, I know that I was standing on the shoulders of so many awesome women you know like I said before that I got I I, I got a master class from even when they didn't know they were my teachers you know people like Aretha Franklin and Gladys Knight and 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 you know and then brothers like Stevie Wonder you know and Marvin Gaye and the Jackson Five you know Michael Jackson so you know I, I'm standing on the shoulders of of uh, so many greats and if 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 anybody can springboard off of what I was able to contribute in the industry I just feel honored you know I really do you know I also also feel that. You know, God's not going to withhold any good thing from me. You know, what's for me is for me, and what's for other people is for them, and and I can celebrate. Uh, you know, other people's blessings. I think if you can't celebrate other people being blessed, then God can't trust you with a blessing. So, um, you know, I, I'm I'm honored. You know, I remember when I met Mariah Carey, she told me, you know, how how, how, how much she loved me and my music and she uh, she said, I just feel like you didn't get your dues and I I told her, I said, you know, hey, God's not gonna withhold any good thing from me and so I'm honored that somebody like, like you know, like like Mariah or even like Jennifer Hudson, you know, w- would feel like, you know, and, and Kelly You know, can listen to my music and be inspired. You know, so because I know what uh, you know, those wonderful ladies did for me. Like, like my wreath is in my glass, And, Mm -hmm. and for me to be able to say to them, you know, what they meant to me. And, and when they tell me what I mean to them, it's, it's just a beautiful thing to to, to, have, to have to have the opportunity to to have an influence on a generation, and then see and then see there are people who are springboard off of them, some other younger singers will springboard off of them. So it's just a continual cycle that's growing and getting bigger. And and it doesn't belong to any one person. I think if, if we can put put our ingredients into this great big gumbo of music, I uh, I'm just honored to just be a part of it.
1: You've been sampled a lot. Like how you feel about that? Sometimes a lot of legendary people don't like, you know, us us from the hip hop generation sampling their music. How do you feel about you you know, the sampling?
2: Well again, you know, um it gives our music an opportunity to live for another generation. Like like I said, I co-wrote Computer Love and we've got, mm-hmm. you know, Usher and uh Neo and Justin Bieber and you know, uh, uh, uh you know, hey, Biggie, <laughs> uh Tupac, you know, uh these these wonderful new artists have come in and said with our music and what it does. It helps our, our the legacy of our music to live. It's gonna outlive us. So even when we're dead and gone, you know the neos. You know, see, people may not realize that 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 um, computer love is is a part of uh, something new or you to love. They, they may not realize that, but then they'll mm-hmm. sample Neil. They'll sample. Usher. But see it's Mm -hmm. still our music. It's like it's like uh, you know, the music marriage that Roger and I had together, it's like computer love had a baby and then that baby had a baby. So we got grandkids (laughs) and great grandkids and great 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 grandkids. So the music lives (laughs) on forever and ever. So it's a beautiful thing. You know, if it stops, then it dies. So I'm hey, Mm -hmm. it's all good. I'm I'm honored that they were because to me I think they're paying homage to the music that we made. So, hey, it's all good as far as I'm concerned.
1: That's, cool. That's and, cool, and not I'm, to
2: mention the check is in the mail.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's true too. That is I can't true. That that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good bargain. I I, I agree with that. Uh, That's hey, what I hey, said. Hey, hey,
2: Big Stu say <laughs> hey,
1: celebrate, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now the new song. You know what's the inspiration? People get ready. What's what was the new song? Be what's the whole thing behind that?
2: I'd love to tell you, you know we've all twenty twenty was rough for everybody you know every you know artists like myself, you know what we do, we do concerts, you know and it it calls for people to gather so so when 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 covid nineteen hit you know and 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 we're all up in in the twenty twenty everything that we did was shut down, you know just. No work, <laughs> so we had to learn how to be creative, and you know, and use technology and things like that. But not only was not only was there the you know the pandemic of 2020, but there was also racism 2020. You know, mm-hmm. one thing about, about about us being home is that we were uh, we we got a chance to witness, unfortunately, the actual murder of George Floyd. And Brianna Taylor, and so many you know to that that we so many we can't even name them all, but we got a chance to we were home to witness it, so you could not deny the injustice that happened, so the world was awake, the world saw it, and then the world responded, and people came out and they protested, you know, and realized that black lives matter. And so you saw people from all walks of life, young, old, black, brown, gay, straight, everybody came out to protest this injustice. And so I remember coming up in a time where artists like Marvin Gaye uh, would uh, they would speak to the ills of society and what was going on. Songs like What's You Know, um, What's Going On, or James mm. Brown Say a Lot. I'm Black and I'm Proud. You know, so mm-hmm. I, the music always reflected the times. And so mm-hmm. my husband and I, uh, who is who is the the music director, he was Rogers' music director uh, for over thirty, you know, for for, for thirty some years, and he's still the music director for Zap and keyboard player. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we, you know, and we write and produce together. We wanted to to put a song out. We were thinking, should we write a song, you know, to speak to what's going on? In society today, and, and not not to mention vitriol that was that that was coming out of the White House, you know. So we we wanted to put uh, something into the atmosphere that would promote healing and unity and and hope. And so we decided to go back and get this beautiful song that was already written by Curtis Mayfield and The Impressions. People get ready because people were praying for an answer they're praying for an answer to the you know to the the, the disconnect you know all this separation all this hatred all this racism. They were also praying for an answer to. To COVID, like right, not only, especially it hit New York really hard. People lost loved ones, and and I've lost loved ones in my family as well. All mm-hmm. over the country, people, are, you know, have loved ones and, and elderly people, you know, in in uh, in the nursing home. They can't even get to them. They can't even hold their hand as they're taking their, their last breath. So we're praying for an answer. But when you pray, you got to believe that God is going to answer that prayer. So like, let's take an expected mother. That mother is honey. She she's getting the nursery ready, okay. She she's yeah. buying a little outfits and they're getting ready. So. As we're praying and, 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 and pleading for a change to come, you know, we have to believe that it's gonna happen. So we wanted to do this song to encourage people to get ready. Now we've got a new administration, we've got all these, these vaccines for, for, for COVID. Even there's even a black woman who helped who helped uh create the vaccine. Uh she's out yeah. of uh, North Carolina. So the thing is when the answer comes, get ready, get ready. There's a train coming, a train of a train of change coming. all you got to do is get on board. You don't need no ticket. get ready, get ready, people get you ready. Know. there's a change coming.
1: Amen, Amen. so we're gonna get into that joint right there right now. We got right. the legend in the building, Miss Shirley Murdoch in the building. This is people get ready, y'all get ready, y'all, so let's do it. beach through radio.
0: coming, you don't need no baggage,
2: you just get on
0: board, all you need is faith to hear the train that's coming, you don't need no ticket, all you gotta do is take the long
1: there
2: thank you for playing and i really appreciate that i really hope that that would inspire people and uh you know and, and just give them a spark of hope and and faith and just cultivate that and can i ask you a question yes you can what made you name your show beast studio is it because it's, it's, it's uh uh meaty and, and and full of great music what's up with that
1: um that too, but actually that was my rap name when I was um when I was in the rap group. My last name is Stewart, so my and I'm a big guy, okay. so that's what So they named me Beef Stew, and um okay. that's actually <laughs> but, but yeah, but we for but we stir up the pot with the good music, so that's how i Oh come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, now, that's,
2: that's, that's, that's hot. I like that. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so you got you got you got a lot of gumbo going on up at that bad boy, huh?
1: <laughs> yes, 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 you know it. What the younger the younger um generation that's listening right now and that's like, wow, we wanna you know, she's a legend, we wanna, you know, at least get half of what she's done, you know, what what advice could you give them?
2: Well I think I, um first of all, I, I think that I wanna share with you um some things that Roger shared with me. First of all, um, you have to decide, do you want a, a career or do you want a hit record? Hit records go up the charts and down the charts, and then, yeah, you know, the, the record companies, will put, they'll, they'll put your poster up, and you'd be, you'd be the, the best thing since ice cream or sliced bread. But when that record comes off the chart, they'll take your poster down and put somebody else's up, and you'd be lucky if they accept your phone call. The, the advice that Roger gave me when asriley was on the top of the charts he said do he said just make sure that you do a great record, do a great live performance and then he said, But this is the key, you stay touchable to the people and they will support you for the rest of your life so that's been that i've been I've been you know here for over over three decades you know over thirty five years from from taking that advice you know and being touchable to the people realizing what what uh you know what side your, your your bread is buttered on, you know. It's it's the people. It's been it's God first because He gives you the gift, but you know just and and, and it's also important to uh, to have the people around, keep the people around you that know you, who knew you, you know who you know if 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 it if it, if it takes off for you, keep people around you that 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 believed in you when you had nothing. You don't want a bunch of yes people around you because they won't tell you the truth because they'll have an agenda. It, of, of course, they'll tell you, yeah. If you want to do something crazy, yeah, go ahead and do that because they're 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 concerned whether or not they can keep a job. But you need people who are not afraid to tell you the truth to stand up to you so, so that you won't make a fool out of yourself, you know. And then uh, for me, uh, it was always. Seeking first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, which just simply means His way of doing things. Just do stuff the right way, and then these things will be added to you. So, um, uh, if you got a dream, you know, uh, uh, be, be be proactive. You know, if, if 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 you're a singer, if you're a rapper, if you're a dancer, whatever it is, the advantage that you have in this day and age is that everything is is um, reachable. Is right at your fingertips. You got you got the all the knowledge and the wisdom of the world wide web. <laughs> you know you can make a record independently. You know and and not even depend on a record company. Streaming. You know you can you you can become you you can do things on make a YouTube channel and and get follow followers. You know there's there's so much at, at, you know at at, at your advantage. That but I didn't have it when I was coming up, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So you know you can just be proactive. You know you can get a, You you can go online and take a master class of whatever it is that you're trying to do. <laughs> you 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 can learn how to record uh, from from just going on the internet and ask and just Google how do I do this? How do I do that? And all that uh-huh. information is right there available for you at your fingertips. But I will say this: you do the possible and watch god do the impossible you do your part (laughs) you know you do Mm -hmm. all that you can do and and then and then when the doors of opportunity open you will be ready but i always say give god the glory when you do that he can trust you with uh with the blessing and if you give him the praise and the glory then he will bless you some more so that's my testimony that's what's happened Mm -hmm. for me but i would say you know um do you want a career or do, or, or, or do you want to hit records? And, and and words. Words are so powerful. The words we speak are spirit and life. And so you want to make sure you're putting something in the atmosphere that's going to help people, that's going to be beneficial, that, that, that that's going to bring joy, that's going to bring life, that's going to bring hope. And those mm. are the things that help make your music timeless. Mm. So I hope that helps somebody.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, that, I think it should. Now, I got a question before we let you go, because it's been a great mm-hmm. interview with you. But I got a question because the men want to know, what was the inspiration behind the song Husband? <laughs>
2: okay. Husband, I didn't like that. Larry uh, Troutman and Roger wrote Husband, and I think they felt that it would be a great follow-up to As We Lay. Husband really was not a song that was saying, go get that woman's husband. Husband was a song to empower people, especially ladies because you know, being a lady with class um, the, the song says I'm a lady with class, I know my desire will pass, this will not occur, you're that lady's husband so I'm letting you go, letting you go so um, mm-hmm. it, it was a song that if, if, you, if she found herself in an as-relate situation now she can use the wisdom of that knowing that there are consequences behind the decision that, that, that she made And um, so this is for her to empower herself. To know that she can love herself better than that, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and not go after somebody's husband. It's not about being a side piece. It's about being the jewel that you are. It's about being that beautiful woman, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, just, just being that, being the queen that you are, and understanding your value. That you are more valuable than to be a side piece. You know, you, you deserve better than that. So, and I wrote a song called. The song I wrote is a song called. I love me better than that It's been to lay here and cry or to stay here and die. I, uh, I, I'm going to get my life back. I know I made my mistakes, but it's never too late. I want my joy back. I want my peace back. I want my strength back, my self-esteem back, my dreams back, because I love me better than that.
1: Mm. Wow. Well, you know, it's been an honor. This has been like, you know, this is like the highlight of my career right now. And um oh, I really God, uh, baby. <laughs> and I'm really glad that you came through and we got you got all of our support. And if you're ever in Harlem, you know, we love you to stop by, and we can get you on the T V show and love, you know, oh. we love to do it again.
2: <laughs> thank you. You know, uh, New York has been a blessing for me. I've had so much support. I, I remember seeing it at the Apollo right there in Harlem, you know, mm. and so and, um, you know, so I just want to say thank you. I love New York. You guys have been a blessing. You have been a part of making my life a dream come true. And I thank you so much for that. And whenever whenever we get to come out and play again, New York is definitely on my list to come by and see you guys. All right.
1: All right, so we thank you. The legendary Miss Shirley Murdoch in the building. We're going to be out, y'all, just his husband. But once again, we thank her for being in the building on this legendary interview, and we out, y'all. Be Stew radio. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter. You can follow oh, me on
2: Twitter, okay. um, at Shirley Murdoch, on Instagram, okay. at Shirley Murdoch, the number back. for real. Or or, or or also check out my my YouTube channel. God bless you. Thank you so much.
1: All right, that's right y'all. Make sure y'all follow, up. all right? We in the building.